The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Baby, now I got the flow. Cause I know it from the start. Baby, when you broke my heart. That I had to come again. And show you that I'm with Even though you know I die for you, Joe Burt, Jackpot Joey, it's a historic month for the avalanche. McDaniels admits his mistakes. Did he say steak? And Tom officially retires, all on a cigar smoking. Uh. Bong rip toking Taco Tuesday edition of the program. Oh my goodness gracious! Who do you think you are? I am. That's right, we did it. What a do, baby? Yeah. Got a good one. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl. Did you say stay? I'm kind of rooting for Vaughn. Everyone's falling for Joe Burrow, you know? It's hard not to root for Joe Burrow, but at the same time, I feel the same way about Matthew Stafford. I do too. Both guys, well, I think Stafford really deserves it after spending a nightmare 12 years with the Lions. Yeah. And then Joe Burrow's just awesome. And then Vaughn, you know, there's just so many good players in the Super Bowl. Even if you think that, like, this wasn't the best matchup, the storylines that kind of make Super Bowls, I don't know, man. It's, it's great. You know, again, Joe Burrow was uh, had to sit behind Dwayne Haskins. That's who Urban Meyer thought was the, tr- the truth. Uh, transfers yeah, right. Joe, Joe Burrow from Ohio State to LSU. And, you know, what he did there, put together one of the greatest collegiate seasons ever. Ever. I think it was the greatest. You know, it might have been. Any, any and other better. That team, you see how stacked it was. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, Justin Jefferson. Uh, Lloyd Cushenberry. Lloyd Cushenberry. Jamar Chase. I mean, give me a break. So, yeah. the What he was able to do here. Now you go to the Bengals. It's like the Bengals aren't supposed to go to Super Bowls. You know how guys who have turned around franchises that were historically down, like historically down, are the likes of Tom Brady, you know, John Elway. You know, give me a place where a guy has went, a place like Miami or Cleveland, a place where like the Minnesota. It just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. The Patriots are one of the great brands, though, but it's because of Tom Brady. The Broncos are a brand because of John Elway. Um, let's see here. I think Brett Favre kind of resurrected what was the Green Bay Packers, but the legend of the Green Bay Packers would have lived on still if Brett Favre didn't happen. Vince Lombardi. Uh, Lambo Field. Bart Starr. Uh, Curly Lambo. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, and then Joe Burrow now revitalizing the Cincinnati Bengals for the first time since 1988. They've been dang. in the Super Bowl. Think about that. They haven't won a playoff game since 1991, but now they have, uh, what, three now with, with Joe Burrow? Wow. You, you just can't make it up. It's it's 
It's it's fairy tale stuff, you know? Then on the other side, you have a guy in Matt Stafford who is one of the most talented guys to ever play quarterback, maybe in the history of the league. Was the last number one of the last number one overall picks where number one overall picks got like 50 or 60 million dollar contracts and I think people almost kind of held it against him there you can't win with one guy Joe Burrow has tons of help more help than Matt Stafford ever really had and then when Matt Stafford had a little bit of help and a legitimate head coach in Jim Caldwell they go to the playoffs uh, playoffs. Uh, playoffs. Uh, playoffs playoffs I, I just hope we can win a game talk about playoffs you kidding me playoffs i just hope we can win a game so it's like his wife um went through what did she have to do she had to learn to i think like walk all over again. walk again what did um, i forgot what the look here, actual like it, what happened to her but i know i know she had to relearn how to you know you know walk and even just do your regular brain tumor there it is brain tumor Wow, uh, pretty, you know, pretty crazy uh, life that Matt Stafford has had. I'm sure he would trade it in for nothing. Even all those, you know, all those days in Detroit where, um, you know, there was nothing he could do. He was, you know, a great player on a poop team. He could have asked out a long time ago. He could have asked out a long, long time ago, and he just kind of stuck with it. You know, next year, I see a little traction here. I like these guys. These are my brothers. These guys gave me my opportunity, you know, like all that kind of stuff. You know, my brothers. So with Matthew Stafford, um, his first year in L.A. going to a Super Bowl after 12 seasons of of down in the dumps, does this it with a Super Bowl win or even not a Super Bowl win – Make him a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, no doubt about it. It's weird because he doesn't have like ten or eight or seven Pro Bowls or All Pros. He has one, right? I think just one. I think he's been a Pro Bowler one time. You're thinking what? No, but also he's um, his numbers are ridiculous. He has a ton of touchdowns, and he's been since you know the beginning fastest guy to 5,000 10,000 20 30 40 50,000 yards like the fastest passer the youngest passer to those um you know benchmarks so a Super Bowl appearance um a Super Bowl win makes Matt Stafford a Hall of Famer it punches the ticket oh yeah Danny does that mean Joe Flacco or, or Nick Foles a Hall of Famer no stupid idiot I didn't say that I said Matt Stafford's incredible career as one of the statistical freak shows um, of his generation. Um, take it for what it is. Look at the guys who kind of got in his way and held him down, the Breezes and the Rodgers and the Russell Wilsons. Um, takes it's, can't, One guy can't do it. One guy cannot do it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers would have sucked in Detroit for all of those years. Tom Brady couldn't have made it happen. You can't win there. It's a cursed franchise. You can't win you there, can't, but you can't hold it against Stafford because he was drafted by the Lions. But also, again, back to Burrow, it's like you're not supposed to win in Cincinnati. One of these two guys is going to change the course of their, you know, history forever. Joe Burrow wins this. 
we are talking about him in the same regard like we do Patrick Mahomes on Monday. Absolutely. On Monday. One Super Bowl in his oh, second Oh, what year. else is he can it be able to do? It's even more than, uh, um, it's even better than Mahomes because Mahomes took over Alex Smith's already good team. You could say that, absolutely. There's, um, there's an argument to be made. Uh, Mahomes is doing it for Andy Reid, already one of the greatest coaches in the history of the National Football League. The Joe yeah. Burrow's what? the only other quarterback to beat Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. Dang. So, can't make it up. If you were disappointed, this is not the 49ers and this is not the Chiefs. Don't be. I think this is going to make for a great game, and I'm all about it. Do you know what makes me think? Is that the Broncos can go to a Super Bowl. The Rams were trying to figure themselves out, and we're back to like a run-of-the-mill striving for a playoff team before Matt Stafford came in there and changed everything for them forever. Okay. And Joe Burrow, though, was the number one overall pick, and this is what kind of greatness you expect from a guy like that. And, you know, who's taken number one overall, it doesn't ever really happen like this. I mean, that's what the expectations were, again, but it doesn't really happen like that. But it makes me think that if the poop Bengals and the Rams, who, again, have never, you know, over, haven't been able to put it over the top and quite get it all the way right, can... Get to a Super Bowl in one season with a change of uh, a quarterback. It makes me think, as a fan of the Denver Broncos, that this team is not far off if, 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 if they get Aaron Rodgers. If, if. 100%. I mean, the Bengals' defense isn't all and that. And do you know what? Their offensive line is complete garbage. I need a college quarterback to sweep me off my feet here. This guy did this. These measurables. He went through three or four offensive coordinators. He played through this injury. Now you're seeing all the things he can do. I need someone like that to get, like, you know, the buzz going. It's the buzz. It's not going to be this season. <sighs> it's not going to be this offseason. It's not going to be this draft. We don't know that yet. It, it would have to be. Mahomes was off the radar. That's true. Mahomes was off the radar. Okay? You know, he like no one was considering Mahomes as an elite quarterback who was going to be a star in the NFL. No one thought that besides Andy Reid. You know? Right. And, you know, somebody could come out of nowhere, but I just don't see it happening with the guys that I've Oh, I don't really want that, that either. Seen. I'm not up for that. I'm ready to, in this, like, era, era of, like, win-now sports, I, like, it's, I'm not, like... I'm not going to feel better about, let's develop him for three or four years, go through the growing pains, and in year six or seven, we'll win a Super Nah. I'd much rather. I'd rather win the Super Bowl next year than yeah. the year after with Aaron Rodgers. And then when learn, learn from the Rams. And when there's no other Aaron Rodgers out there, then you do what you got to do. Right. You got to learn from the Rams, go all in, make your trades for you know some of the best players in this league, and try to win a Super Bowl. That's do the recipe the, right now. Doesn't it feel, though, now like... If the Chiefs went to the Super Bowl, if the Chiefs was the Chiefs, you would feel like I'd be feeling like I think some of the m narrative around Broncos country would be like, well, if you get Aaron Rodgers in here, and we do some more stuff. We'll be able to kind of get in there and be able to compete with the Chiefs. But now that the Chiefs had Burrow like come up from behind them and stick a sword shing, right through him and the Chiefs are like, uh, and they look down like uh, you see this big old sword and you're like bleeding out of your mouth. 
father to a murdered son and husband to a murdered wife. And I will have my vengeance in this lifetime or the next. Highness. Dang, Burroughs just like, shing, pulls it out. And the chiefs go just go down to their knees. And they're looking and their hands are full of blood. And they can't believe this just happened. Flashbacks of my lover. <laughs> Sorry, a little dark, but uh, it's like, are, oh, the, you want dark and are the Bengals going to come do this again? Are they going to the Super Bowl next year? Probably not. Could the Broncos, led by Aaron Rodgers, go to the Super Bowl? Sure, why not? Right? Anything is possible. Let's do it. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, producing the product. He's at Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter. I'm at Tweets Danny on Twitter today. Stream us or watch us at milehighsports.com. That's the best way to do it, I think. If you could do it on your phone, um, like the quality, the audio quality is really badass. You know? It is badass. 98.1 FM if you're about town. Lots of ways to get involved with the show. It's Mile High Sports. In Taco Tuesday edition of the program, 303-831-1340, the hotline, the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. Uh, lots of ways to get involved with the show. Josh McDaniels made official yesterday. And, you know, <laughs> it's weird. Kind of like seeing an X or something up there. And... Uh, it's like you used to care about the guy, but you kind of hate him now. And I'm just very surprised. I'm still very, very surprised that he took this job. Because the Colts job he had offered two years ago was a great job, obviously. Look what Frank Reich right, has done with it over yeah. the last couple of years. It's been great. And, uh, you know, Josh said... That his mistakes, you know, he said, here, uh, when I went to Denver, I knew a little bit of football. Okay. I didn't really know people and how important that aspect of this process and maintaining the culture and building the team was. I failed and I didn't succeed at it. Um, Looking at the experience has been one of the best things in my life in terms of my overall growth as a person and as a coach. What do I need to do different? How do I need to handle my role if I have another opportunity and do it uh, better at it? What do you think about that? It's uh, commendable. I commend him for you know realizing that he needed to work on it. He needed to work on some things if he wanted to be a head coach again in this league. And maybe Damn. you know <laughs> when when the opportunity came knocking for the coach job, he didn't think he was ready. The Broncos gave him. They fired Mike Shanahan. One of those goals was, I mean, it was their goal. They said it. We want a real general manager and a real head coach. Okay? So they fire Mike Shanahan, take those responsibilities away from him, and give Mike Shanahan, like, or Josh McDaniels, everything right away. It's like they put out on the first night. And, like, they give him, like, keys to, like, they're, like, living together after a week. And, like, Josh is like, yeah, I'm going to bring all my stuff over. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention I have three dogs <laughs> and two cats. 
so like Josh, I remember his board, his draft board. And I remember like the whole, you know, he drafted Tim Tebow. He drafted Demarius Thomas too. But I remember Darcel McBath, Robert Quinn, Richard Quinn or Robert Quinn? Robert. No, Robert Quinn was the good one, I think. Richard Quinn was the The bust. bust. And, you know, his draft board, I remember like their draft board was real small. Oh, we're sticking to our board. Yeah, we don't got a lot of guys on it. Just the guys we think, you know, just the great players. And it was an epic fail. He was 33 years old. 33 years old was Josh McDaniels. To think, you know? Uh, That's the new wave, the young head coach. It is, but the Broncos, man, to give him that 33 years old, all of that power was just a recipe for disaster. How was the guy not going to act like a tyrant, you know? Do your job! It couldn't make it it up. Probably the greatest Josh McDaniels quote ever. No doubt about it. He'll always be vilified here a little bit. Of course, a little Um, bit. Well, do you know what? It's like uh, one thing, like the song says, one thing leads to another. You know what? 80s Um, rock. It's like... uh, Kind Why of? don't they do what they say? Say what oh, they yeah. mean. Yep. It's, uh, who does that? Not tears for fears. No, it's uh, one thing to another. It's uh, the fix. The fix with two X's. Diaz. Diaz is it? Diaz is it? Diaz. With an X. So what do you think we should do about it, Diaz? <laughs> so. Yeah. And now he's going to be even more vilified now that he's with the Raiders. Oh, we hate him. And the the hatred for McDaniels is back. And it's stronger the, than ever. Is he, who is the greatest villain in the history of Denver sports? Colorado sports. Mm. Uh, Todd Bertuzzi, right? Okay. Uh, Josh McDaniels. I think Josh has to be way up there. He's way up there for sure. I mean, Kobe was a nugget killer. Oh, but... He's dead now. He and he's not. He's he's not vilified. No, no, he's not. Dang, who do we hate here? The greatest. Uh, <laughs> it's like you don't can't really hate Joe Montana, even though he did you. You know what I mean? Right. He dominated the Broncos. Oh, for, uh, Brady's up there. Brady's up there, but also it's like this Brady, Tampa Bay Brady, like we love. Right. Patriots Brady when he was in the AFC. It was like Steve Urkel. And then, you know, Stefan Urkel when he gets like really cool. <laughs> right. And that's when he went Loses to Tampa the glasses Bay. Yeah. And, and he's like the bone master Stephon. after that. Yeah. Stefan Urkel. <laughs> with the white suit. <laughs> so, yeah. The, I, I mean, there's more than that. We probably need your help with that 303 831 1340. Greatest villains in Colorado sports. We got to have Romanowski. some Raiders on that list here. Ah. Interesting. Romo? Yeah, Romanowski probably. Let's see here. Uh, Lyle Elzado? No, because uh, he... We loved him, though. Yeah, he was. Like, we loved on him. Like, the, the Howie Long was like a swell guy. Like, we hated him, but he's like P90X. I hate him, but I love him. We'll, talk, we'll, we'll think about it. Take some time to think about it. Oh, and we got to have some Red Wings in there. Oh, 100%. Osgood? Uh, Do we hate... Steve Eiserman kind of liked him. He was kind of bad us. He was bad us. All right, we'll think about it. 303-831-1340, the hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. Uh-oh. 
Yes. Uh-huh. It's Tommy Two-Tone, Loverboy, The Gin Blossoms, and your headliner, The Fix. It's four big acts for one small price. It's the Cool Concert 2022 on Cool. All right, Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, back on their side. It's Mally Sports. In the Mile High City, we're live from the Tech Center. We appreciate the interaction, their participation. Thanks for being with us. We got a lot of stuff to discuss. Asked you who the greatest villains in Colorado sports history are. I think Josh McDaniels is almost way atop the list. But again, like you, and again, like I didn't get to finish my thought because I started singing uh, One Thing Leads to Another. But Josh McDaniels led to to John Fox, which, you know, well, actually, John, Josh McDaniels led to John Elway, which led to John Fox and Peyton Manning. And the rest is history. You know? So it's like the guy doesn't deserve credit, but Demarius Thomas was a big part and a big reason why the Broncos had a lot of success over the era of all their success. Era uh, also... Tim Tebow did just enough around here, you know. For one, he th- thrilled us. Freaking loved Tim Tebow. How can you not, you know? Unless you go to like a different church or whatever. <laughs> but Tim Tebow gave us a ride that we'll never forget—a season for the ages and one of the greatest greatest playoff wins ever, 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 forever, ever. You know? Yeah, I mean, not everything was a miss for Josh McDaniels. No, you know, and again, it's like. Uh, there's places where this guy's reign led to a total overhaul and they had to draft number one overall type of stuff. I guess we had to go get Vaughn number two overall. You know? But um, I don't know. There, there's no real good. You know? You know, Josh McDaniels, he's the bad guy. Duh. And rightfully so. Totally rightfully so. But it's just going to bring a whole new feeling and you know storyline to this rivalry that you know I think we still want to be there and believe kind of is true and if the Broncos are good again then I don't know we want it to be a lopsided rivalry rivalries are good for the NFL good for each respective franchise and it gives you know the the fan bases something to look forward to oh marquee games on you know Thursday night a reason for a, a Sunday night um, and especially with the Raiders making the playoffs this year, and damn. the Broncos just just off out, off the cusp uh, of making the playoffs, and you, that sorry division though with the Colts, you know, if you're leading the Colts, McDaniel's could have that Colts job. You're playing Houston, you're playing Jacksonville. Now you're playing Herbert, Mahomes, and 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 Aaron Rodgers. Maybe the guy wants a challenge with the uh, with the with the Raiders. I mean. Just well, he's gonna have one. Having the Raiders coaching job in itself 
is a challenge with having to deal with all those personalities and being in Vegas trying to con- have control uh, of what's going on. And we already know how you know McDaniel's control issues are. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how he how he handles all of that. Yeah. Uh, okay. We I, got we got two supervillains. Okay. From F. Lewis. Okay. He says, Madden, okay. John Madden, get over it, or got over it, um, and Philip Rivers. That's a great one. Philip Rivers is a great villain around here, and you know you could respect a villain by the end, you know, but we, <laughs> I like Philip Rivers, man. You hate, you know, it's like you hate him, but you. Love him. He's Ginobili esque, I guess, a little bit. If he's yours, if he's yours, you probably think he's the greatest. If you know, if he's on your team, you probably think he's the greatest guy you do anything for him. I love the way he's crazy. I like it. It's just the chirping. But if you got to play against him, you 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 hate him. You just want to see him get sacked every single play, uh, especially when he's chirping at the Broncos fans in the stands. Uh, that that's where I don't really like. Philip Rivers, when you're when you're talking crap, talking smack to the fans. <laughs> All right. Um, how about Tom Brady, who on his Insta this morning made his his retirement official? Will there ever be another one like Tom Brady? Joe Burrow. I mean, Joe Burrow can win two or three Super Bowls, right? Yeah, and we still wouldn't be halfway there. To wouldn't even Tom be Brady. close. There's no, there's no chance. I don't think we'll ever I can see this, that again. This era of parody, it's like, how could it be? When so much changes from one year to the next, the money, the roster, the coaches, the cohesion, to be able to do what Tom Brady did, is, I don't know, witchcraft. I mean, you Black can't magic. you can't really explain it. The dark arts, voodoo, voodoo, yeah, the voodoo boogaloo. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, there'll never be another one like Tom. You know, Peyton had a storied, incredible, brilliant career. Elway, from the trade to all the Dan Reeves highs and lows to injuries to the Tommy Maddox to in the final years, Mike Shanahan being able to align those stars with John Elway. His career was spectacular. Okay. Those guys didn't do near of the things and have near the accomplishments as Tom Brady. Not even close. Not even close. And it's like, it's weird because it's, it's what happened in Tampa Bay. You know, six Super Bowls in New England, you, you know, go to Tampa Bay, uh, go to the playoffs a couple times, and you lose. Well, then Tom, you know, Peyton Manning still won Super Bowls with two different teams. And Elway rode off into the sunset, you know, literally straight up won two Super Bowls, peace out. Those are, that's the stuff of legend. And those are uh, unparalleled feats of a, of an NFL career. Tom Brady smashed every notion that we had of greatness when he went to Tampa Bay and won last year. There's just nothing that any other guy has ever done ever in the history of the league to ever come close to what Tom Brady has done. 
not a defensive player. Okay? Not another offensive player. Oh, Autogram, maybe. Autogram won like eight championships in 10 seasons with the Browns when they're wearing catcher's masks on their head. You know? Yeah. And they didn't really throw the ball forward. There's a different. It's, it doesn't game. count. It doesn't count. Someone said Babe Ruth yesterday, where it's like he's she did things that are so like inconceivable. Yes, that it's like mythical. You know, he's you know what was what, in the movie less than a god but more than a man. Right. It's he's a the, unicorn. It's the stuff of legend. You know, he called his own shot. Pointed out there. Then he he called his own shot. Yeah. Then he did it. Yeah, Babe Ruth did that. Yeah. We got How many homers did Babe Ruth hit? <laughs> million. They didn't get it, you know. They didn't even keep track because it was oh, so many. Oh, and he was the greatest pitcher in the league, too. Oh, oh, oh. oh you just say? don't get that. Nah. Um, we got another text from uh, Dirty Mike and the Boys. Oh, I love those guys. They say, uh, stoked for Tom Brady getting to try a strawberry for the first time. <laughs> uh, take an extra scoop of avocado ice cream when Giselle isn't looking, my guy. Dang. What if he just got all fat with it? A little belly hanging out. Not Tom. No way. Put together. What's next for Tom Brady? Cruises, uh, beaches. Well, I don't mean like this next week. I mean like big picture for Tom. What does Tom want to do? Does Tom want back in football? No. Is Tom going to do some like Kobe stuff where he's going to have a bunch of businesses and chip in here and there and, uh, you know. Right there. You're spot on. He's going to be an entrepreneur. I think he's that kind of guy. I think he's that kind of guy, you know? Exactly. He's always looking to, you know, help his family out, uh, generate some more wealth. And he's already doing it with his Brady brand. Yeah. And th- that might take off and turn into several other businesses as well. So yeah. you know, I think he's doing the right the right thing to, you know, prolong his, his funds. But uh, we got another text. Um, two, actually, from Noit. He says, how about them Wyoming Cowboys basketball Damn. team? Tried to warn you not to bet on He's CSU. Right. He's right. He warned, tried to warn us. It was a one-point, yeah. you know, little – it was a pick basically. And we yeah. picked them wrong. Yeah. And then he also gives us a villain, uh, Jackson and Brittany Mahomes. Ooh. But they are villains to the whole world, not just Denver. <laughs> Leave Brittany alone. You're lucky she even performed for you. Bastards. Okay. Um, what do we do now? Go to break? Hmm. Nice. We got to talk about and put into perspective the Avalanche's historic month for the ages. Maybe one of the greatest months ever in the history of the NHL, to be honest with you. Let's talk more about Tom Brady. I want to talk a little bit more about uh, Jackpot Joey, too. Got to have some cigars this weekend, ready to go. Maybe I'll try to bring this one by the end of the week. I like to taste a little cigar every now and then. I've smoked one cigar. Really? Ever? Just one. Okay. Well, let's change that. Go easy on the cigar, boy. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, and you guys, my brothers. Back on the other side. My Sports.
thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. Join the conversation. We have, uh, we'll get our guy on hold here in just a second. But chime in on the text as well. Um, it's always good. You guys are the best. Thanks for being with us. Uh, what about the Nuggets? Uh, they have... Well, do you know what's Timberwolves. The Timberwolves. But let's go back to the Avalanche, okay? Wrap up this first hour on these guys a little bit. The, what they did over January was very historic in a lot of different ways. You have some of these numbers here. Jake, run those. Thank you. Yeah, this goes back to December as well. I mean, the 18 home victories in a row is is phenomenal. Um, but they they had 15 wins in January. Their uh, their only loss was to the Predators in overtime. They played in six overtime games in in the month of January, which is remarkable. And they only lost the one to the Predators. Uh, and they had two shootout victories as well. Against the Canadians, and uh, uh, there was another team. I uh, I forgot who that was, but they had two shootout victories as well over the Coyotes. Um, and that was this was one of the greatest months of in of hockey in NHL history. Yeah, it was really awesome. It was really special. Just when you thought, how do they one up? You know, there's like no way they could. It was a little bit deflating going into the season because again, you win the Presidents trophy and you have um you know an ugly playoff exit where in the same sense you look like not good enough and not tough enough as well it's not like you just got beat but after the avs got figured out after winning like six straight games um they got manhandled by the golden Knights. so you know how do you one up a season that was really really great and not come back with like that bad taste in your mouth and kind of that hangover, well, I mean, they're after stumbling out of the gates, tons and tons of health issues. This is what the avalanche looked like when they put the whole thing together, and it, it's pretty special. What's so funny over there? Uh, we got a text from F. Lewis. He says, current supervillain, Drew Locke. Good one. Future supervillain, jerkface Rogers when he snubs the Broncos for another team. <laughs> oh. <laughs> don't, don't do it, F. Lewis. Don't push this. Don't go ding-dong. Let's go out to the hotline, get our guy. He's a mayhem icon. It's the one, and it's the only. It is Chuck Nasty. Hey, Chuck. Hi, Danny. Hey, Jake. Hey, so you saw that Kansas City Bengals game on Sunday? Yes, I did see that game. I, the, you know the Kansas City Chiefs scored three points in the second half. I did know that. Well, that's the future of the Chiefs. That's going to be like that a lot more. Because mm. it should have been like that. It should have been like that. That's the luckiest team I ever saw. They got garbage, and it worked. Uh, 99% of the other teams, that same garbage didn't work. Mm. So, But it, it caught, it's all caught up to them. That's called the NFL cycle, and you can't escape it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So get ready. Be glad for it. I'm glad for it. Okay. And you want to know about villains? Mm-hmm. There's, if you live in Denver, there's only one villain. The Pittsburgh Steelers. They stole at least two Super Bowls from us, if not three. Uh, do you know, interesting. I don't know about all that, but I think, you know, they're... Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. But do you, I'm with you on that. I'm kind of, you know... I, 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 remember, Jake, remember Jake Plummer? 
I do remember and that. Who were who, what, what team? Who were those guys? They they had a losing record that going that year, and finally at the end, who the Steelers? Pulled, yeah, no, the Steelers, that's at not the true. end they pulled up. Remember, they were nine and seven. No, no, you're mistaken. That was like a they were like thirteen and three with Big Ben or uh-huh, something crazy. No, uh-huh. they were nine <laughs> and seven. Check it out. Okay, okay. Hey, yeah. Here's Keith. Oh, Keith. Hey, Keith. Just a second. Hey Keith, how are you, bro? Oh man, we're good. We heard you. Uh, you don't like that cold, so you will fly back home and then you come back out here a little bit because you don't like that, you don't like that cold very much. I don't like cold. Then no more folks and he's not giving no water. Yeah, I feel you. How you been? How you living? I want to play good. No, it's turning on everything. No, I'll take care of business. Yeah, man, that's good. That's good. You guys, you guys, you know that, you know, that Chuck was all messed up from that car. You guys taking care of each other? Yeah, I can talk on everything. That kind of motherfucker they don't talk. I talk talk um through them motherfuckers. Yeah. All right. Call, call. Yeah, call, man. Call, 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 call. Talk a good, talk a good person. Ah, uh, well, it's good to hear from you, Keith. You know, the listeners like you jumped on that time. You gave us some hot little take on Jacksonville and the Broncos, the whole thing. So the listeners kind of, you know, they love Chuck, but they 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 like you too, and we like all, you know, we're we're a family. Everybody love everybody, you know, man. All right, well, we found, we found, yeah. Yeah, we don't too. All right, Keith. Yeah, cool. We're going to have you and uh, Chuck out. We do a remote or something. Come out, get some pizza or do something with us. Hang out, check these girls out or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, cool. All right, Keith, later, bro. All right. Chuck, you still there? Yeah. So yeah. The, the Steelers in 2005? Yeah. With, when they played Jake Plummer, was it, were, they were 11-5. and five. Oh, 11 and 5. 11 and 5. See, we were, what's the difference? Right? <laughs> but they weren't that. They weren't Super Bowl quality uh, teams, though. They were coming and, uh, up, bro. They were coming up. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, Mean Joe Green, he punched Paul Howard. Again, and at the end of the game, he said, Oh, the guy was so good. And he was blocking me out. I couldn't do nothing. I didn't know what else to do but punch him. Yeah. He actually said that on television. Okay. Well, that's and right. I don't understand why Mean Joe Green's a big. Everybody's oh, he's a big hero. You know he's not in the <laughs> Hall of Fame, right? He's, he's not a Hall of Famer. He's one of the dirtiest players I ever saw. I don't think me, Joe Green's in the Hall of Fame. I don't. He's not. Anyway, I just, All right, you yeah. know, I, I, that, I, they have cost us so much and robbed us and a bunch of dust stuff. They didn't deserve it. Uh, it, it was, I don't know what year it was. But we played Pittsburgh in the playoffs and John Elway against Mark Malone. They won twenty four to twenty three on a bunch of junk, garbage, bad calls, and stupid luck. Mm-hmm. So I, and that was another Pittsburgh loss to them. Um, I just uh, there's nobody worse than them, All right. and they should be sold, moved, and get gotten rid of. All right, Chuck, that's great stuff. It's good to hear from you. Hey, man, you know you asked the question. That's the, I mean, that's the way it's got. I like be. it. I like that. I like. Thanks hey. for getting Keith back in the mix because everyone likes Keith a lot. We like Keith. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good dude. Hey, now he's gone already. I thought I was going to talk to him afterwards. I talked to you. One more thing. The avalanche, avalanche, avalanche. Uh I'll talk to you soon, Danny. Okay, later. Bye. Bye. We got a text from our guy, Noit. He says, Keith is a star. Keith is a star. The hero we don't deserve. He's right. It's like, we don't even know what we have in Keith. You know? It's like, just when you thought... 
the Muppets were everything and Chuck Nasty, Keith gives us Fraggle Rock. And you're like, what just happened? You know what I mean? So I don't know if you could put a little something together on Keith, but anything he, you know, it, I'm not sure what he said, but what he said was very powerful and it hit me right where it needed it to. What are your thoughts on Keith? I love it. You know, uh, like you, I'm a little lost in translation a little bit, but, but it, it still I knew exactly hard. what he was saying. Something Yo. about, you know, the Broncos? Yeah. Life and love, a little bit of everything. Water? I thought I thought I heard a water in there. We'll see. We'll run it back. 303-831-1340, the hotline, the go fast energy drink text line. Uh, Joshua Daniels, we have is like the greatest villain in the history of Colorado sports. I'm sure there's another one or two or three out there. I have to think about it. Tabert Tuzzi, Brittany and Jackson Mahomes, John Madden, Philip Rivers, Drew Locke. Not everyone. Actually, he's got quite the fan base here still for people who fell on their head or got dropped in their head a little or something. Uh, Chris Osgood, the Red Wings in general as a whole. Not Tom Brady. All right. That's one hour in the books. We appreciate the interaction, the participation. Thanks for being with us. Smiley Sports.